everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Primary Health Network podcast. My name is Rachel Bieber, and I'm the Visual Arts Manager here at PHN. And my guest once again today is our Chief Medical Officer, Dr. George Garrow. Hi, Dr. Garrow. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Thank you, as always, for being here. Something that I wanted to talk about today was parents have a lot of concerns when it comes to the health and safety of their children. Um, You know, that's to be normal and expected, um, but things are a little bit different right now. So some things, you know, parents always think of are feeding healthy foods, limiting screen time, um, teaching them to look both ways when crossing the street, um, just different ways that they look out for their child's well-being. But with schools reopening this fall, I'm sure many parents have a lot of worries about keeping their child safe from exposure to COVID-19. So I was hoping that you could um, talk a little bit about what parents can do to help their children follow the safety protocols that schools are putting into place um, and anything else that parents can kind of do just to put their mind at ease right now. Sure. So um, having had the opportunity to talk to many school superintendents uh, in the area, I am completely reassured that the school's top priorities are going to be the health and safety of your children uh, when schools do reopen. They're spending a considerable amount of time and effort to make sure that uh, the schools are clean and disinfected and that uh, classrooms are set up to maintain social distancing. But children will be children. And um, so my recommendation is to start now and just make it a habit uh, for your children to wash their hands and how to wash their hands and you know, singing happy birthday to you, you know, as they're washing with soap and water and to become very familiar with using hand sanitizer and and really almost sort of make it just a habit um, so that they're, you know, really comfortable to do that. And they're not afraid to do that and know how to do it well. The second would be to really, really emphasize to them to not touch their face, their nose, their eyes. And again, kids are kids. Really, every time you see them try to touch your face, please don't do that not a good idea. Let's not touch your face. Children may have some anxiety uh, too. You know, they've been schooling at home and now they're going to go back and I'm sure they might be excited to see their friends and their teachers. But, you know, start now, start over the summer and kind of talk to them about, you know, going back to school and uh, not to be afraid and, you know, listen to the teachers and, you know, everybody's going to be looking out for you and, and reassure them that you'll be okay. Sometimes separation from their families, um, they may, that may make them nervous. So to begin to have those conversations now so that when fall ro- rolls around and the schools do open, that it doesn't come to them a sudden surprise. And, and perhaps most importantly, more this year than perhaps any other year, is to uh, check in with your pediatrician or uh, your child's healthcare provider to make sure that they're up to date on all their immunizations and vaccines. Particularly this year, we wanna make sure that everybody receives the right immunizations to prevent really any possible disease, um, just so there's no uh, misunderstanding or misinterpretation between uh, a more prevalent uh, disease and COVID-19. So early, get in, get updated on your vaccines. I think you make a really good point about kind of starting now. Don't wait until a couple of days before school starts. Um, you know, we know that children are resilient for sure, but they've also been through a lot of change, as much change as, as us adults have been through. And I'm sure they've kind of fallen into a new routine, having parents at home and having been to the school on the computer. Um, so it'll be a little bit of an, an adjustment more than normal for back to school time. So I think that's great advice. Do you have any specific advice for 
parents of teenagers or maybe um, parents who have college-bound students going back. You know, college-age kids um, and teenagers usually feel a little more independent and like they know what's best for themselves. So how can we deal with that to make sure that they're being careful as well? The teenage years and early adult years and college-age students are, you're right, it's a chance that they're kind of spreading their wings, they're showing their independence. So my advice would be to just have frank and honest conversations with them um, and just say, listen, behaviors and activities that you do at school really could impact the entire family unit. And so when we say social distancing and we say wearing a mask, you're really protecting the rest of us. You're young, heaven forbid, if you were to come down with the COVID-19 virus, you'll probably be okay, uh, relatively speaking, but the impact of your in infection that could, that could have on the rest of the family unit. Emphasize to them that their behavior outside of the home and when they're out with their friends and when they're in school and in the dorms and everything really could impact the entire family unit. Just to have that conversation and um, treat them as the adults that they think they are. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, regardless of COVID-19, um, keeping those lines of communication open are, are always important, no matter how old your, your child is. Just like you, you know, tell them to wear the seatbelt when they go out in the car and to not drink and drive. You know, we just have to keep reminding them to say, you know, if you want to be an adult, we're going to treat you like an adult. And these are the things that we really need you to do for us. Okay, well, I think it'll be a big change for everybody. But like you said, I'm sure all of the children are excited to see their friends again and, and get back into a a routine that they're a little bit more familiar with learning in the classroom. So thank you for that advice. And thank you everyone for listening. We will see you in the next podcast. Thanks, Dr. Garrow. Thank you.